Welcome to Game Club, the podcast where we play a game for a couple of weeks and then we talk about it. I'm your host, Dan. Joining me is my lovely co-host, Charles. I am lovely. He's correct. And Catherine. Hi. I noticed I didn't get a lovely. That's <laughs> absolutely fine. And accurate. <laughs> well, I think uh, lovely is reserved for people who have played and finished the game that we're talking about this fortnight, uh, but we will get to that. Oh, finished. Okay. Yeah. We'll get to that in a minute. Obviously, we're going to uh, just touch on the news uh, to begin with. Uh, Catherine, I do believe you did, you did bring news, though. You are prepared in one sense. Uh, yes, one sense only. Um, the news is that uh, Wizards of the Coast have released an official Dungeons & Dragons app um, after uh, you know a long history of unofficial ones that other people had made. Um, and that it's kind of best used in conjunction, obviously, as you're playing along. I think it's... Um, for only for the most current version. I don't think they've um, backdated it at all, but I might be wrong on that. I mean, why would they? The last version was trash, so it'd be a waste of time. Yeah, so, says someone that no longer plays D&D. &D. Um, but yes, no, I, I thought that was super interesting that they're kind of finally entering the mobile market and after kind of ignoring it for a number of years. Uh, but is it is it any good? That's that's the question. So, I mean, I've seen a lot of official apps come out that they release and they're like, oh, we're finally officially into it. But then it's then it's just bad. It's not as good as the unofficial ones. Well, they're partnering with Curse, who's done a lot of good work with uh, mod communities in, I think, World of Warcraft and Skyrim and things like that. Uh, my concern is more that you will have to pay or be on some kind of subscription to access data you already own in the player's handbook mm. or the monster manual <laughs> or the or, yeah. or the problem that um munchkin ran into or not problem but where like they give uh you the advantage if you have the app and it really kind of hits into that feeling of games being fair like you start to go oh well you know that character has that special weapon or what have you because they happen to have the app that you paid for it really always gives me a bad taste in my mouth when i'm playing a game yeah like app only stuff it'd be poor yeah yeah definitely yeah if someone came to my table and was like oh hey i've got the the D, &D beyond and they've got this special item in there i want to be able to use that and then me as a dungeon master if i don't have that i'd be like well no you can't bring that shit to my yeah. table <laughs> yeah exactly then you kick them out <laughs> yeah just keep them to the curb Charles, Mate, Charles what just, have you just in the corner have, um, Charles, what have you yeah. been yeah, what have I, what uh, have I keeping an eye on the news lately, gaming news? Uh, well, there's 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 PC news that I've got, but there's more excitingly miniature news. Can I talk about miniature news? You certainly can. Yes. <laughs> All right. So Games Workshop uh, have gone nuts over the last kind of 48, 72, 76 hours. Uh, they're re-releasing kind of a newish version of what used to be Necromunda, which is super exciting. It's kind of a skirmish hive battle uh but they've gone with new races instead of old gangs which isn't as cool uh but that looks pretty great uh and they're releasing steampunk dwarves uh that are pirate dwarves steampunk pirate dwarves okay i'm not into miniatures but that's that actually fairly cool, cool. Yeah. yeah yeah exactly so that was rad so they just blasted all this information so i've just been on hard receive in the miniatures world uh there's also uh a oh I'm getting in trouble. There's also a Game of Thrones or Song of Ice and Fire, the books more accurately, miniature game coming out from Cool Mini or Not, uh, which is very exciting. That'll be kickstarted in quarter three of 2017. Uh, and Rising Sun, uh, also on Kickstarter at the moment, also by Cool Mini or Not. Uh, I really enjoy their stuff. Uh, that's out and live at the moment for anyone that's looking for an intense and involved ball game with amazing miniatures. Uh, in the PC world, uh, I'm super excited about PS Now. Uh, so PS Now, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but it's hopefully uh, the nail in the coffin for all those console gamer fanboys. Uh, they can finally accept that there's no reason to own anything other than a Nintendo Switch. And it's called PS Now, like PlayStation Now? PlayStation Now. So what PlayStation Now is, is a PlayStation-like app on your computer where you can play PlayStation games, uh, PS2 and PS3 mainly at the moment, but they're about to Wait, delve into PS4. It's yeah, it's, it's official. Yeah, right. So like uh, the Dawn, Zero Something Dawn, emulator, whatever that ridiculous name Horizon is. Horizon Zero Dawn. Such a it's, stupid it's, name. It's, apparently it's a great game. Like, Amazing really, game. Um, I considered buying a PS4 just for that game. But I think we can all admit Catherine probably had something to do with the name there. You know, traditional naming <laughs> shit ton way. Sure. Uh, so Horizon Dawn of Zero. No. <laughs> Uh, will like PS exclusive now, right? So there's a reason to own a PS4. 
I'm pretty sure PS Now will bring that kind of stuff out, so there'll be absolutely no reason to own but, a console. I mean, why would they do that? That cuts into one of their core business right? strategies. Why? But they're selling the game. I mean, I guess it's really about it's games that are in their back catalogue that aren't doing anything for them currently. I mean, I think using something like Horizon Zero Dawn as an example, that would be a thing where we would see that come out, you know, at most five years later on Five this. years? I'd say 12 months. No. Nah. No, nah. nah. I'll, right. I'll make a bet with you right now. It won't be out on PS Now within 12 months. <laughs> in 12 make months, it $100 when this bet. podcast is 100% still going, yeah. we will revisit this and I'll make you eat yeah. your stupid words it with doesn't your have face. to be a podcast. We see each other otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> we'll record something just in case. Yeah, so okay. PS Now okay. is actually following Deal. in the footsteps of Xbox to a certain extent because there are some Xbox One games you can play on PC now. Uh, if you own it. So is PC Now the title of the it app? Might, it might be Xbox One Now or some, something like that. Uh, <laughs> something catchy. Yeah, but that's because Microsoft own everything. Cause well, but I mean, I think really it's, it's like um, it's like Stan coming out in Australia in terms of um, it's about recognising that people will... Sorry, Charles. Uh, it's about recognizing that people will emulate these games, they will download them, they will pirate them, and this is a way of capturing a market that they haven't actually captured before. Like, it's 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 exactly like when people download TV shows, but, you know, given the chance, they it's not that given the chance they'll pay $30 a season, but given the chance yeah. they'll happily pay $10 a month. Screw you, Foxtel, just throwing that in. Yeah. <laughs> Arch Nemesis 8. Okay. Yeah, it will be interesting to see where it's this relaxed. goes and whether there'll be a cost associated. Uh, as you said, Catherine, emulation's oh, been around for a cost. while, so yeah. will it just yeah, be a Yeah, I mean, it's, it's basically, it's, it's capturing a market that has always been around, has always been illegal, and kind of acknowledging it exists that people want to play old games and try to take some of their money, which, you know, considering how hard it is to crack and emulate old games sometimes, or just how much bother... It's like I happily played for Grim Fandango um, when it came out and was remastered because I wanted a nice, shiny, clean game in my Steam library, even though I already had not only the box set, but I already had the illegal version downloaded. So I think there is a space for um, older games being emulated. And it's just interesting that I've moved into it away from the console space. Yeah, yeah, very interesting. That's why I brought it up. Mm. Mm. <laughs> uh, I've got a bit of news that you may or may not find interesting depending on what kind of games you, you played uh, in the past. Have you seen Pregnant People? Yep. And that is Leisure it. Suit Larry is launching a new online casino. So I'm not no. sure if you ever played Leisure no, Suit Larry growing up. <laughs> no, uh, stop it. I remember it. It was That was our youth. That, well, it wasn't our youth. I mean, we saw it briefly in our youth and played it, it for an like hour. It was in the early 80s. No, what? Yes, it was. What? There, Leisure Suit Larry is an institution that has been around from, like, the early 90s. I don't know what kind of computers you were using in the early 80s, but they sure as shit weren't playing Leisure Suit Larry. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. for good decade switch. I'm going to Google uh, it later. It's published in 87. Yeah, we can use the, the first phone. One was published the phone's not noisy. 87. Oh, you weren't too far off. 87. Not too bad. Yeah, but it would have been, like, DOS. Type in what you want to do. <laughs> yeah, I do Touch remember you had, to, yeah. you had to answer <laughs> questions sexy. at the start uh, to try to prove you were over 18 to see pixelated boobs. Uh, and depending on yeah, how many questions you answered right, you'd have to you know, type in. It was sort of a mixed, it was a text adventure, right, with graphics. Uh, and you would type in, you know, look at binoculars yeah. or yeah, in the, in the, get coin. Yeah, in the tradition of King's Quest and Quest for Glory and all of those early ones out of those adventure games. But let's move forward. Let's move forward. Okay. So obviously Leisure Suit has been reinvented many times, but now you're saying he's doing a casino? Yeah, so I think uh, Sierra or whoever owned the, the uh, IP has either sold it Probably off Ubi or lent it off to this company, <laughs> okay. Zinking. And uh, apparently they're mm. following in the footsteps of Pokemon Go. Uh by revamping a cult classic. I didn't think Pokemon needed to be revamped. But um, millions of gamers enjoy the adventures of Leisure Suit Larry. Uh, we sought to keep the essence of the original series, but pair it with cutting-edge gaming technology to create a Why new don't they totally just say new... we do it for money? Like, if there, was just a, if there was a press release one time where they just said, we are doing it because we like money, I would I would respect that. Like... I, I, I just feel the market's going to be awkward. So Leisure Suit, I mean, you're playing it, you're watching it, and you're probably jerking it at the same yeah, time. Yeah, it's, it's a different era. Like, it's not <laughs> a time where... <laughs> it's not a time where that kind of game is seen as kind of... Required? 
required slash as harmless as it once was. Like, it is a weird game. I don't know if you guys have played it recently, but I remember trying to play it. Yeah, Yeah, I remember trying to play it when I was in my teens and kind of turning it off and being like, I feel vaguely wrong. Like, yeah, I mean, it was like a cross between puzzle and titulation but then this new version (laughs) is meant to be a casino you're on naked island somewhere in the caribbean and it's a you know apparently you can go play roulette and there are surprise boxes and i know charles you love surprise boxes and mystery boxes well i mean as soon as you say surprise boxes i'm like (laughs) maybe i want to play play. (laughs) just, just a bit i'm just gonna play a bit so wait do you do you gamble real money in the game, or is it just the theme of the game? Uh, it is unclear at the moment. Uh, the, although they do I, have... I will bet you money it's mobile app purchases. I think like... that would be real money, because they have yeah. um, they are licensed by the Malta Gaming Authority and by the UK Gambling so Commission. So gambling within the game. Yeah. But, I mean, the thing is, like, whether or not it's real money, it's almost immaterial in terms of none of those, you know candy cruncher quest or whatever. Like, all of those Clash of Clans, none of those are technically gambling real money. It's just that you buy the thousand fake coins to put into the roulette machine, except it's actually, yeah, it's it's actually being paid for using your credit card. Yeah, but, yes, so. but this is real gambling. No, I think there's a market for that. So there we go. Oh, we've got a link. We've got a link. Uh-oh, attention, yeah, yeah. So viruses. Just... <laughs> so, yeah, so it looks uh, like you get I a free joke a bunch box of friends. Yeah. Oh, good, joke boxes. So I have a bunch of friends that do gamble online uh, and swear by it and have a lot of fun doing it. Like the actual sports bet type thing? No, 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 like actual casinos online. So like blackjack and stuff. So I reckon the more gamification on that could be a thing. So I'm I'm on the website you sent and it looks so sleazy. Like... Yeah, it I is think just that's kind of maybe that's the, the intention they're going to lean into. Like I know that. it's the po- no, I know it's the it's always been the point with Le- leisure suit Larry, but I just feel like as a like the world has kind of moved on from him as a brand. Yeah, like, no one wants that. Like I mean, I look at the girls in the corner and it's just like that is that just really bores me as a game. Like you know, obviously for non politically correct reasons in terms of you know. I just think a game like this is quite distasteful. But even if <laughs> even if I didn't, I am not excited by it as a game. It's an like, 18-year-old boy, I guess, who this is no, maybe it's a 13 year old boy. Okay, there we go. But, like, they're not going to be able to gamble. Exactly. So it's curious why, what the market would be. That's why I don't see the point. But there we go. Is but it people that about would it now, so have grown up with Leisure Shoot Larry in the late 80s? So it's weird 50-year-olds. 40-year-olds, yeah. yeah, maybe. And they're divorced now, so Yeah, they've they got some money. Hilarious. Wait, they don't have any money. They don't have any money. See, there's no market. That's, what are you doing? This is our audience you're, 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 you're making fun of, Charles. This is, this is our obviously <laughs> massive uh, listener base uh, for our first episode you're making fun of. That's yeah. right. I have no problem with yeah. that. They probably deserve it. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, so that's the news this week. Let's <laughs> go on. into a new segment of the podcast where all the segments are new. Um, in fact, what have you been up to in the world of nerdiness? Uh, Catherine, we'll start with you again. Uh... What have I been up to? Oh, no. Are you a fake nerd? Oh, she's freaking out. She's on the spot. Yeah, I am a fake nerd. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I've been, it's kind of strange for me in that my nerdiness and my work are intertwined um, because I work in film and TV. So I've just been, I've been pitching a horror project, which is exciting. Um, and also been kind of preparing to go overseas and pitch various things. So yeah, mine is, I haven't actually done that much social nerdy things. Um, other than I, of course, went away with you, Dan, to a D&D weekend and, um, co-DM'd or assistant DM'd. Mm-hmm. It's probably more accurate. Um, and now I'm possibly banned from that group cause I almost <laughs> killed them all too many times. So, <laughs> so savage. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. So that was really fun. I really enjoyed a few days of kind of pure gaming. Um, but yeah, other than that weekend, I've actually had a fairly calm kind of nerd before the storm scenario. Cause I've just been too busy trying to make nerdy things basically. A- including uh, too busy to actually play. Octodad, Dadliest Catch, the game club game. I played half of Octodad, so I think you should feel privileged. (laughs) It's a gift. Yeah, no, (laughs) don't be mad at me. Don't kill me. (laughs) Well, I'll go next, uh, because just to mix it up, I uh, obviously had the gaming weekend away with Catherine. We played a Star Wars RPG on the Saturday. 
regular D&D on the Sunday. I've been playing a lot of Octodad. Smashed it. Played it all. Loved it. Wow. Uh, which we'll talk <laughs> <That's> about <great. laughs> later in the show. Uh, and Did you play all of it, Dan? Did you play all of it? I... Can we also mention that we played Hide and Seek and I won? <laughs> Yeah, we played hide and seek, which is kind of gaming, but not really the kind of game. Is it the right segment though? That's the question. Yeah, yeah, geez. yeah fine. Let's keep in the segment. I won. I just wanted yeah, to. You had your turn. Um, and yeah, yeah. fine. <laughs> been watching um, my girlfriend play a lot of Gwent, the standalone card game, and giving unsolicited Ooh, advice on how she should play that card game and be so it's wrong. A, sorry, it's a board game or it's what? a like a tablet it's vir- game? It's virtual now. It's gone. Like it's like uh, the. One with uh, the Hearthstone. Yes, yeah, I Hearthstone. Yeah, okay, cool. For Gwent, is that in beta now, or has that been released? It's in beta on um, yeah, yeah. PC. I think PS4, Xbox One, and I think they've announced a tournament for PC to try and get a bit of buzz before they I launch did. it. There was like, was it a hundred thousand dollar prize pool or something ridiculous? Yeah, I think I read that on nonfictiongaming.com. Oh. Yeah, I thought. <laughs> oh, number. Yeah, how a very newsworthy it is <laughs> we're, st- well, we're, we're not we're not staying in the segments all right charles what have you done what's your new week been like all right uh what haven't i done so i got uh a nintendo switch i may have told you <laughs> that's that's his update that's it uh and no there's more so i've been switching between my home playing and on the move playing because you just pick it up and it switches into a handheld dan i didn't know this podcast knew, sponsored by amazing. nintendo switch <laughs> that's it so i've been playing zelda of course because that's the only game that's come out that's worth buying uh and it's amazing as everyone knows i mean it's all over the internet so no surprises there how many of the magic seeds or whatever have you found i found about 27 of my magic seeds out of like 700 (laughs) are you specifically talking about magic seeds i don't know okay (laughs) because there are magic seeds and i've found magic seeds uh and that increases your inventory but i mean i've killed i've taken down two of the divine beasts so far pretty exciting stuff so i'm pretty proud of myself uh because you know as a as a dad it's uh it's super accessible to use while you're at home uh because i can don't need the tv so So that just for everyone playing at home that was 17 minutes until (laughs) charles mentioned he was a dad just 17 minutes but i haven't mentioned what i do for work yet that's when you're gonna get (laughs) real excited so yeah yeah so i've been playing zelda uh which has been great and i've also been keeping up with destiny star wars destiny which is a collectible card game which is amazing uh and if you like card games and you're not playing it you should be unless you're in america and you can't get stock jokes on you australia finally won out on something it's our time to shine oh and who we have in government so you know there's that Oh yeah, when, I mean, Trump oh, wow. probably won't let you okay. play Star Wars. 18, yeah. 18 and a half minutes before Catherine made it political. Now yeah, let's move on to the next segment. Yeah, fine, fine, fine. Great, easy. <laughs> so fine, yeah, we got so that out of the way. Zelda, Zelda and Star Wars. I don't need anything more in my life. Oh, and we're seeing Logan tonight. Mm. I mean, that's not something we have done. It's something we will yeah. do. By the time you hear this, we will have done it. Mm. Hello, future Inception yeah. style. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we'll go to the next. It's the future. Yep. We're going to go to the next segment now. Uh, the game club game of the club. This week we played Octodad Dadliest Catch. It is a Steam game. Oh, well, it's a PC game, but you can get it on PlayStation 4, Vita, all sorts of platforms apparently, which I did not know. I also did not know, uh, and you guys might might have known, Octodad Dadliest Catch is a sequel. Yeah, I, I did actually know that. It was um, to a much earlier, really simpler version, right? Is it Loving Father? I th- no. I think it's just a just, sequel to Octodad. Yeah. Yeah, but the, the the first one was very much almost closer to a test run, right? So you're like, saying Octodad, the one that we played, is the sequel? Yeah. That's correct, yeah. Controversial. Okay, there you go. All right, you're on board? Yeah, no, I, I had read about that ages ago. That's fine. Okay, well, I was the only one that went in blind. Didn't know that then, I suppose. Um, so the, the whole idea of this, uh, of this show is <laughs> that you. Um, we'll discuss a game. You, you play it for, or we're going to play it for two weeks and then sort of discuss it. Uh, first, we'll give a recap of the game itself, you are an octopus, an octodad, if you will, uh, who mm-hmm. is pretending to be human by wearing human clothing, and you have to take him through sort of tasks uh, and make sure he doesn't get discovered. Sort of in the vein of Quop or some of those running games. Have you guys played anything like this before? 
Um, I mean, the thing it reminded me the most of was um, the Surgeon game on the Wii, where it's just, you know, it's kind of chaos. The and awkwardness. You, yeah, you can't quite Surgeon control simulator. your limbs. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, I mean, I, I loved it. I thought it was really funny. Um, the writing was really smart. Um, and just I really, really cared about Octodad and <laughs> whether or not his family found out that he was an octopus, which oh. – like, oh, the surprises spoil- yeah, you have yeah. in store. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, yeah, um, so spoilers if you've not played the game, you find out... He's, a, he's an octopus. That he's an octopus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's oh an actually God. an octopus. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I just thought it was... It's one of those classic examples where it's all about um, the execution of an idea in that you hear it and you're like, I don't understand how that will work. And then you play it and you're like, well, this is amazing. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's very much that it is such a simple, silly idea, but the controls and yeah. And, and just the art and everything. I, I really enjoyed it. What it, uh, what it reminded me of, I've actually been playing a little bit of Hitman, the, uh, the new one, it had a special on Steam recently. So I've been playing that. And of course, if you do things that are a bit strange or out of character with whoever you're dressed up as at the time, uh, people see you and get freaked out. So Octodad's kind of like that mm. in that if you, you know, Isn't flail around wildly. Yeah. Uh, so it's a, it's a combination between Surgeon Simulator and Hitman. Because nice. you were a suit nice. with the time too, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, exactly. Um, I also, like, I'm someone that, you know, whenever I've played GTA, of which I think I've played three or four of them, I drive within the lines, I don't break the law. <laughs> like, I, I don't like chaos particularly within games so the whole kind of trying to act normal but it's being very hard like it stressed me out quite a lot but in a in a good way and octodad it's the tension it's as the name implies is a dad has two kids and a wife uh and they're sort of the other had a lot of questions about their parenting yeah (laughs) that comes up at the end actually right at the end yeah there's which you would know had you right. played the game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going to happen the whole time. Yeah, yeah I'll just be uh, But I want to throw it to you, Charles, because as you've already dropped that you, you are a father, how did the Octodad experience um, compare to the human dad experience? Did it make you tear up? Yeah. <laughs> no, I managed to actually not cry for once in my life while it's doing something. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a big deal. So it was great because it, domestic life uh, as a dad is just so painful and monotonous. Monotonous? Monotonous. Nice in a lot of ways. Uh, and Octodad was kind of this highlighting of this domestic horror uh, and all the things that you're forced to do that are just ridiculous uh, and made even more ridiculous when you're an octopus. <laughs> or less ridiculous. Who's the octopus, Dan? So is this is this game that uh, Young Horses, this little indie developer, is putting together, is that sort of a metaphor for the family unit where you've got this horrible secret to hide as as a dad, as an octodad, and your wife is just blissfully unaware of your obvious secret? Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was really dark. Like, I kind of found myself thinking about, like, yeah, it's like he's got this whole secret life. I'm like, it's like he's got a secret family or is having an affair, but the, the twist is that he's an octopus. Like, <laughs> like I mean, there, there is a lot of darkness. Like, it's it's not an overtly dark game. Like, it's not a game um, where, you know, you've got people you've, – you've got people dying or, like, you know, Last of Us or anything like that where you'll cry, but it is a game that had little subtle moments of quite dark – kind of humor about um about the world and and the nuclear family and all of that kind of stuff um i also loved octodad's dialogue just in that he was he was you know he was r2d2 effectively (laughs) in that he spoke and everyone understood but on the screen it would just be like confused yet aggressive burble and you're like okay like what does yeah, I, I really liked it. Yeah, a bunch of the dialogue, actually, and I guess it comes back to the writing, is mm. all the little people on the side and the people around you, just the little comments they come up with, just to you know, highlight the hilarity yeah. of you being an octopus. Was yeah. uh, The humour was fantastic and kind yeah. of persistent. So I want to run through sort of the, as we sort of recap the premise of the game, and I guess uh, as we would we'll, we'll, uh, with a story, uh, go through some of, the, some of the main beats. So you start off the game in the wedding chapel, uh, and that's sort of a, a tutorial on you have to get dressed and, and be an upstanding octo man uh, and get to the altar. Octo groom, if you will. An octo groom. Mm. Um, 
Now, how did you guys find that tutorial? Because obviously the control scheme is intentionally weird. Uh, how did you find the mm. tutorial sort of easing you into into that? Uh, I actually found it was good. It was, it was pretty solid. I had to replay it a few times. I think it maybe. <laughs> <laughs> don't, 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 judge me. Okay don't judge me are you playing with a uh, keyboard it was it was fun yeah well i was playing with the keyboard correct were you playing with a controller yeah i played with yeah, yeah, okay. so my keyboard waving my mouse wildly the wife is just watching me wondering what the hell i'm doing so why didn't but, you get a controller why didn't you just verbal at her that everything was okay a pawn to consoles uh yeah uh so it was really good though but it was also like really tense uh because the guys come in and she's already at the altar when the guy comes in and is like what are you doing she's already there and here you are flailing about uh trying to get this so you know the tension was great uh really built it it gave it purpose and as a tutorial i think it worked really well yeah yeah i mean i i think like the goal of the tutorial is always to learn help you learn the control schema at, without getting in your way um, and I, I thought it kind of fulfilled all of that ad- admirably. Like it, it just, it was a really fun little start to the story. Then you obviously like, and it, it also kind of played on the idea of normally the big wedding is the end of someone's story. And instead it was like, it was just the start. And then mm. you see him in his suburban life. Um, Regretting everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just wishing he'd run away. <laughs> Cook the burgers, mow the lawn. Yeah, yeah. And unless, unless these children were, were sort of born out of wedlock, assumedly he's been at this for a couple of years there's sort of a big time yeah it's a gap. dark time in Dad's like life. decade yeah. yeah i found um, it interesting i oh, sorry go ahead oh no just um no it doesn't, doesn't matter i was just going to talk about the villain oh okay yeah oh, we'll, get we'll, get there. we'll get there let's yeah. not rush ahead we're at the wedding still we're at the wedding yeah. my issue is uh, so i didn't realize that everyone didn't know he was a squid <laughs> and, <laughs> it's one of the first things but like i'm like do they not know this is insane it's the whole and he's an octopus squid, squid. Well, I thought it might be I'm an octopus and I'm a dad, not I'm a dad who's secretly an octopus. But that was great when I like walked in and they're all watching me and I'm trying not to slip on all the banana pills everywhere. <laughs> who's put banana pills all through a church? Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, that's the ridiculous. Yeah, I, I, I actually, I mean, spoiler alert, but because I had um, played a little bit of the original student game, actually. Um, and and had like, time to play that one. Yeah. I mean, it was years ago when okay. it came out. Very good. Yeah, <laughs> when I was unemployed. <laughs> okay, good. As opposed to now when I'm less unemployed. Um, <laughs> so important. But, yeah, no, it it just, it as a whole premise, is so ridiculous yet so kind of sublime. Like I didn't that's find, that's well, actually, the, fir- the first time, the, I mean, the chapel part, what stood out to me as you have to, I think, break the stained glass window, that stained glass window was Cthulhu. So Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, I did notice yeah. that. I think yeah. I wrote that down. I wrote that down in my notes. It's really I clever. was thinking that'd be it's like just a little re- things like thing. that. Yeah. No, I, I mean that's the thing. I think it's just the tiny little moments from the developer. Um that I mean, I, as I like my, my focus with games is always on the writing and the narrative. And as soon as I saw the dialogue and and just the little details, I was like, Yeah, this will be really solid. Like yeah, it plays into what you were talking about, Charles, when you first step into that room and your wife is there looking all beautiful up at the altar and you try and make your way there, slipping on banana pills, knocking over <laughs> a plinths and vases. Didn't touch one. Okay. Oh, yeah, I knocked over, over every single one. Oh, wow. Okay, but the yeah, little yeah, comments yeah, from everyone else in the room, like, <laughs> I didn't oh, play hey, it four has, times, so... <laughs> has he been drinking? <laughs> or like, oh, this is a bit of a weird yeah. behaviour. Uh, and that's when you... Yeah, like, what... But then the little bitchy random comments like, well, where's his family? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just, he's an octopus. <laughs> All right. So then ah. obviously we, we skip ahead uh, after the wedding. You have sort of the intro title sequence where you're falling through the sky, I believe. Uh, I actually noted. I, I, yeah, the song. The song cleared it up for me. That's when I realized what was going on. Yeah. <laughs> he's an octopus. The song, the song really spelled it out. So if you're not aware of what's going on, they spell it out for you, and then you're in the home. So stop us, Catherine, when you get to the bit where you haven't seen yet. Um, no, I won't stop you guys. It's my own fault. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the home. So obviously you meet you meet uh, the family. You get to actually learn sort of a bit about Scarlet's personality, I want to say. Is it Scarlet? I think it's Scarlet. She's pretty rad. She knew the whole time, I think, that you're an octopus. She's like, no, you guys didn't know, like, later on. Oh, no, the, oh, the little girl. <gasps> Plot twist. Yeah. Yeah, but Wait, the wife didn't what, Are you talking about the wife? Yeah, yeah. No, she she was very clueless. <laughs> Which, again, I mean, I don't know. It kind of doesn't say much good about the wife. <laughs> like, but 
it is the whole point of the game, I guess. There was funny little moments, though, where they had the whole, oh, hey, it was really weird when you accidentally stuck your hand in the garbage disposal and it grew back <laughs> later. Or, oh, hey, when you, <laughs> you know, I need, I need more ink for my typewriter because I'm a journalist and I use a typewriter. <laughs> oh, wait, because Cthulhu's a squid, right? Yeah. Stop. That's why he's there. <laughs> Nailed it because of the picture on the fan art. Nailed it. Yeah. Yeah, that's why it's funny. I get it now. And when you say squid, you know squid and octopuses are different, right? Oh, come on. They got legs. No. There's more than no, two. They really don't. There's more than four. Tentacles, whatever you want to call them. Like, I'm not I a biologist call them here. Zoologist, I don't if you want will. To call them legs. Squidologists. Let's move on. Yeah. I'm none of those things. So the, in, just to clarify. So we, we sort of breeze through this bit. You have to sort of pour chocolate milk for your kids, do some chores. Uh, mow the lawn, do dad stuff, and then we meet the film's antagonist, which I'm told yeah. uh, I had I had written chef, down his name whatever. somewhere. Just, uh, chef Fujimoto. Chef. Ah, oh, because he's Japanese. It all makes sense he's a now. Sushi chef. Uh, just yeah, just of course, because he's a squid. You only just, just realised that just, now. <laughs> yeah, there's a whole bunch of stuff that's becoming clear to Charles. <laughs> what I uh, just quickly, what I like, my favorite bit out of that whole garden thing was when I opened the garden shed and there were like a thousand balls in there that all yeah. poured out, and you had to dig through them. I'm just like, why? It's just the the parody of domestic life because sometimes you do open a drawer of toys and they just go everywhere and it's ridiculous. But it was good. They worked within their limits and it was fun. And all the little conversations with your with your son and how he's sort of saying like, oh, hey, this is just like that time my hero did did this thing. And he's just telling you about this TV show he watches, he must watch religiously or some sort of comic book he reads. That wasn't, wasn't 100% clear. That's because TV can bring up your children. Quick tip. Mm. <laughs> Quick tip if you're an octopus. Easier and more effective. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Doing a better job than I am, that's for sure. Oh, second dad mentioned. Oh, it's two... So was there any, any other fun stuff in the uh, in the home, or should we skip forward? Uh, no, we can skip forward. Let's do it. So the antagonist bursts in on a giant lawnmower from memory. Yeah, and you knock stuff into his giant lawnmower, and he just goes away. Oh, no. Is it lawnmower or vacuum? I don't know. It's, 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 it's like it's a lawnmower, and you knock gnomes into it. Yeah, gnomes. Right. All right, so let's skip forward. we got just the grocery to... store. Now, I really enjoyed the grocery yeah. store, because this is the first real time you're out with people, right? Like, apart from the... The tutorial um and there was some fun little easter eggs i found in there uh there were references to quop and uh stanley parable and things like that Ooh. i didn't pick up the stanley ones i mean i saw the minecraft display which i obviously liked <laughs> yeah uh, there was i think next to the ship that you can ride or your kids are riding on there's a poster for uh for stanley pair of bowls <laughs> uh, nice. And there was something yeah, else that subtle. said QWOP uh, and had like had someone running or something. Um, so I was like, yeah. "Oh, that's cool!" Like little nods to to other other indie games. Yeah, uh, again, I, uh, I enjoyed the pills. little the little extras. Oh, whoop! Yep, yep. Banana peels everywhere. Uh, so there was a little segue kind of right at the start that you could jump on. Uh, of course, what operating. What you meant to? I tried and I did not go well. <laughs> Couldn't do it. I didn't. Uh, I managed I didn't to. See it. to cruise around oh you missed out so just little things like that that kind of they throw in that obviously don't help you do anything because they make things far more difficult but they kind of just get you to see the hilarity of an octopus trying to ride a segway and like throw it out there i am um, i mean i i liked the grocery store but i think my favorite bit was um going into the fridge and realizing mm. that the solution was be an octopus like i love reading about octopuses in the news where it's like yeah so like there was a two inch you know, valve or something, and they managed to squeeze themselves through it, and that was a thing that felt true to him. You know, it felt true to his octopus character, <laughs> yeah. where know. he was squeezing through shelves, and like I, it didn't occur to me that I could go into places that small, but like after a bit of wrangling of the various limbs, it actually worked really well. It, it took me a long time to work that puzzle out, did like it? an embarrassingly yeah. long okay. time. Yeah. I was like, oh, wait, I can't open any of the doors. Oh, I guess I climbed through. Nope. No. <laughs> I tried everything. I picked up a trolley and like tried throwing that at the doors. Like I tried everything. How many hours are we talking? I'd say one. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> took me 10 minutes the whole level. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't great. It wasn't my finest gaming moment. <laughs> 
Uh, so yeah, you get the pizza, you're a great dad, you steal cereal, your son's favorite cereal from another shopper when she's not looking. Uh, I, yeah, sneaky. I did, like Hitman again, right? It's practically Hitman. It's practically Hitman. I did see later that there is a, apparently there's an achievement you can get for getting the cereal before she even puts it in her cart. Uh, there's a bunch of achievements cool. I obviously just totally missed blowing through. Um, well, I mean, and that's the nice thing about such a short game in that clearly you can you can play it and then go back and get every single Easter egg and every single tie and, you know. Okay, I did not realise there was ties until sort of the final <laughs> area where you're sneaking through bathrooms. Uh, there's one right. in the church. There's one under the cake. Yeah, uh, in the wedding. In the wedding, in the reception area. Well, I, I, I found to it. Replay. I went exploring. I know, right? It, it wants you to go back. There's one, like, yeah, they're all over the place. I did not, yeah, yeah I found, I found I think, the one in the organ or something on my second playthrough. Yep. Uh, but... I played this entire game not knowing that there was collectibles, and it hurts. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, it, even knowing they were there, though, I never got all three in a single level. Did you? See, well, no, I, I mean, mm. I didn't. But, I mean, I guess it's that finding the ties requires a certain amount of pushing stuff over in chaos, and I'm like, well, no, uh, I meant to, I meant to be neat. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to hide that I'm an octopus. And you're already, you're already behind, and, and it doesn't look like you're going to beat the game anyway, so you may as well power through as much as you can. Yeah, that too. <laughs> but I mean, I am normally all over collecting things, so you know, I probably will, especially because it's so short. Like, I mean, I'm I'm a as you guys know, but I'm a reformed WoW addict, and I have a real preference towards games that I can play and play well and finish and get that real like, great, I got to a hundred percent, and I didn't spend five you know five months doing that thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, like you know, I I haven't played Skyrim and I have no plans to because I have more games I could play in the time it would take, mm. like... So you're about quantity and completeness. Well, it's just about the completedness. Yeah, it's about... It's, a game's better if you complete it. Yeah, and, like, it's funny, you know, a friend finished um, Horizon Event Zero <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> See, it's rubbish. It is rubbish. I'm not completely defending it, but... Game's great, but they were like, it, it was It was really good, um, and it was about 60 hours, and I was like, yeah, okay, so it's a substantial amount of time. And then I thought about it and was like, God, what other kind of media would you consume where 60 hours is a medium amount of time to do something to play you know a show that took 60 hours or you know a, a book series or whatever it's it's a huge chunk of time but for a game it's like it's not crazy to see 150 mm. hours or you know then there are some of the huge ones that take 300 hours or whatever if you do everything yeah so i i really i have a huge appreciation for the small indies i guess I think I clocked in my total play time at about 90 minutes to, to beat this game. Yeah. yeah. Really... <laughs> I took two and a half hours because of my fridge, fridge uh, incident. Fair enough. <laughs> and because I was enjoying it more. I don't know, whatever. Yeah, sure. okay. Well, we'll skip forward a little bit. Obviously, uh, we run into Sushi Fujimoto again. Um, there's a yeah. bit of an altercation. He in knows, knows where you, we go. Wife, your thing is, uh, you know, we talked about Octodad's lying to his family, but his wife lies to him as well. She, he says, she says, let's go to the aquarium. the aquarium. And he's super like, yeah. no, that is a place of sin and fucking <laughs> devastation. And then she's like, yeah, we're just going to go to the grocery store. Right, kids? And then, boom, she aquarium lied. time. She pressured him into it. There's totally some stress in their marriage, though. Like, that we're going to the aquarium. If not, you can walk home. Like, that's a couple that's just had a big <laughs> fight about, like, something else like there's a lot of darkness about domestic or, uh, life here. Or aren't sure if their husband's an octopus and is slightly bitter about it i feel no, like but, i mean i don't think it's that her, i think yeah. she's met someone at work yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's having an affair yeah uh, we can Obviously. dig into it yeah, yeah okay the aquarium's okay. a way of you know well, trying we to, go to, trying the to, aquarium, get to the aquatic fun center uh so that's the one you got to play with your Dang. son um yeah now charles that was painful how is this because i know you have a daughter so this may you may not be able to relate as well to this section <laughs> Uh, look, you had to play what was like the seven games and you were handing him the toys and he was just throwing them away. Because, oh no, that was the wife later on. I'm playing the game right now and the first one I played was the daughter. So you don't have to do it with the son first. No, 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 but the son's the one in the game bit. The daughter's doing something The wife's in the the, uh, the arcade, but the kid's in the fun learning center Ah. game. There we go. So yeah. I, I did the wife first. Oh, we all did different I, I things. did the daughter first. Amazing. So, I mean, I think, and, and even though it's a really little game, you can obviously play it how you, mm. the order you want. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I did the wife first, but the son, the son bit was, uh, yeah, very reflective of what it's like to go into a kind of playpen hell. <laughs> uh, in this case, it was the son that was being painful with all the things he had to do, but usually it's the other kids. Uh, but yeah, no, I felt the pain. It was bringing flashbacks. Yeah. Your kid's kind of a dick though. Like he just pushes a ki- another kid down a slide. I wanted to be <laughs> yes, able to yeah, reprimand but I mean, my child. Yeah. That, that'd be accurate for Charles's child. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's very reasonable. I supported that. I was okay with that. Uh, I found it also, once again, really hard to get to the top yeah. of that you thing had to climb the, at the end of the playpen bit. Right at the end, you had to climb up. Uh, trampolines. Yeah. Octopuses, octopi, if you will, are not meant to use trampolines. I think that's what I learned about this game. Okay. Well, the next uh, section we'll talk about is the deep sea section where your daughter Stacy is. Uh, Catherine, you have played this one, so what are your impressions of this? I have. Um, it was it was creepy and fun and hard. Yeah. Like, I mean, not as hard as the fridge, apparently. <laughs> Nothing's as hard as the fridge. <laughs> um, Getting those, like, did you have to do the cables and, do, and, like, walk around with the light and things like that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I really liked the, I mean, getting an octopus that's afraid of being found out into an aquarium is obviously one of those natural, dramatic, <laughs> like, you're like, I can instantly see how this will work. Yeah. Um, it was the one of the escalators. Oh, God, the escalators. Oh, trying Did to get, get up the escalators. Up the escalators? Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't know if that was easier with a controller, but once again, that was 20 minutes of my life. <laughs> I'll just... I'll never get back. I mean, I feel like it's Charles blaming his keyboard and maybe he should just get a mouse. I'm flinging the mouse wildly. Yeah, okay, I need to sort that out. Yeah, they're not expensive. That was heinous. Like, did that hurt you? No. It's, it's, there are two, the two shoulder buttons. It's It's the two triggers. Not with the mouse, people. Yeah. Yeah, if you're going to play this game, get a controller. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what I... Unless you want to play it hardcore mode like I did. Yeah, I'm also going to blame some of Charles's gaming skills here, but it's fine. Again, just to point out for anyone that's listening, Charles sold his PS4 for his Switch. <laughs> I regret nothing. Yeah. I wrote an article about why I did that. I have reasons. Okay. So at the end of that deep sea area, uh, I'm not sure if you've completed that area, Catherine, but you run into one of the uh, scientists, the marine biologists that totally know the difference between humans and octopus and seem to be in the minority in this game. Uh, but but they're, they're, they're right at the entrance scattered. as well. They're scattered yeah. around. They're yeah. scattered that was around. the first time. To... I didn't even realise you could die in this game until I tried to walk through mm. two of them and it was like, oh, I see. I can be walking completely fine and they catch me. Yeah. I actually was disappointed by that because I think I went through the gift shop and put on one of the hats that are, it just says like free hats. And then... How do you put on hats? You pick them up with your hand and put them on your head. But you then it disappears when you go to the next section anyway, so it was kind of disappointing. Uh, right, I thought okay. that'd help me create some sort of cool disguise. Um, well, there's there's kind of one in each area, so there's sunglasses, there's all kinds of things. I don't know if they help. No, but... I think they're just for yeah. for fun. Um, just for funsies. I yeah. I tried to put them on several times and failed. So who's the failure now? And that's the first yes, point. Definitely. That going back to that deep sea spot where you're with Stacy and it's underwater and it's all dark and and you're helping her out. She helps distract the marine biologist dude to let you get past. She's like, this, this is the first indication. She's aware that, that her dad's weird. She, she yeah, yeah, she's aware she her has. dad is an octopus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so is it like a baby geniuses kind of thing where, like, once they hit a certain age, people can't tell who are octopuses and who aren't? Ooh. Or just that your your daughter knows something about you. I think they just have a better relationship. Yeah, you know, the daughter and the the octopus dad. Yeah, mm. maybe he, maybe the boy was raised by television, whereas Octa Dad sort of actually attempts to raise his daughter. Stepped up for the second one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Realised he'd made a terrible mistake. Yeah. Uh, and the the arcade is the one you went to first, Charles, where your wife is sort of upset with you. Um, yeah. How did that feel? As you got to win wife? her love with toys. Yeah. Uh, Sounds accurate. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty accurate. Uh, and the passive aggressiveness of giving her the toys, and she's just dropping the toys, and she doesn't even want the toys, but she demands the toys. Well, I think she actually demands a conversation, but you just keep giving her toys to try and make her feel better. <laughs> yeah, painfully accurate. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, yeah, like jewellery. Toys represent that, and you just buy their love. I feel so sorry not, for you. Actually, it's the octopus way. In in that game, I've got a note here that I cheated at the basketball minigame, uh, and a guy oh, called... that wasn't easy. A guy called me on it. <laughs> so I actually picked, Ugh, up, I picked up the ball. I tried to cheat and couldn't. I picked up the ball, climbed into the, the, the brick area with the ring and just moved my arm up and down through the the thing to get all the points and he was just like hey that guy's cheating 
Yeah, very good. I did. No one cares. Like I do remember. I did try it. Uh, And yeah, no, you don't get the points if you do that. No, I got. I still have to do it legit. What did you? Yeah. (laughs) Oh man, I I think I tried and then didn't get the points. Or maybe I didn't didn't try it. Maybe I tried throwing it. Or maybe you got called out on cheating and we're just like, oh, okay, I won't. <laughs> so how long was this game for you? Was I, it about uh, four hours? I reckon I threw 100 balls at that hoop. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I got my six points. Did, so. you, did you play um, air hockey yeah. as well? Yeah, yeah, no, I was fine with air hockey. It was just that damn basketball game. But I think in real life I would have similar troubles with the basketball <laughs> yeah. game. I thought you were about to say, <laughs> claim that you would be fine. Catherine? <laughs> no. Catherine, have you ever yep. seen Charles not wearing the suit that he wears? Could Charles be suit. a cephalopod? Oh, my God, could Charles be an octopus? <laughs> Charles, you have to tell us if you're an octopus. I'm not going to rule it out. <laughs> I'm not going to rule it out. I would never tell you, and I don't want to talk about that anymore. <laughs> Good thing the podcast has subtitles. Okay, um, so you have to use the toys to plug up the holes that appear and people are yelling like, why does that guy not breathe? Why is he not coming up for air? Yeah, that was one of my favourite comments. Yep, that was good. Um, and then the World of Kelp. Oh wait, World of Kelp was where you helped Tommy. Um, just going through notes here. And what do, you, what do you think of the flashback? Now, Catherine, there's, there's a flashback where you get to see how Octodad got his suit yeah. and sort of stole the identity of the sea captain. It's a, it's a secret stealth game. Mm-hmm. It, it was awkward, my stealthiness. Very Hitman-esque. I'm seeing some trends. So my method was to jump over the boxes and just go as fast as possible and hope for the best. How'd that go? Was that yours or did you? Did you go? Well, it didn't go great, but I actually, I got there, obviously. Uh, As opposed to the fridge or the escalators. Correct. Uh, where I screamed and yelled at the wall. Uh, what, did you go sneakily up? No, I think I went quite quickly and just sort of slipped around on that yeah. deck, but everyone was kind of doing their own thing. They didn't really care. Um, mm, I got spotted a lot. Okay. Yeah, I didn't really get spotted. Okay. Um, possibly because uh. I was using a controller. <laughs> And then you get the suit. Yep, Don't definitely why. Definitely the controller. <laughs> but you you get the you get the costume. You become the captain. Everyone's like, "Yes, captain." And you meet Scarlet for the first time. She's a stowaway on this ship for unclear reasons. I think she's studying or like journalism, journalisming or something. And the like, yeah, I don't remember the reason. Yeah, the sushi chef is there as as a as a chef for some reason. And you, he's the ship chef. He's, Ships have to have chefs. Yeah, and you knock him. Yeah, but not animals. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What? No, you do. You have a dance off with him or something. He asks you to dance Damn the special no. gig, the uh, jig that the captain always does. This has reached a bit that I haven't played, so I can't contribute. I cannot remember the jig. Uh, but then you I to, just remember that I knocked him overboard. Yeah, he, <laughs> I think he was like, "Oh no!" He asked me to tie a rope. He was like, "Oh well, if you're the captain, you obviously know how to tie ropes." And I completely failed at tying that rope, so he called me out <laughs> on it. And then, uh, yeah, you had to knock him off. So really, you learn that you're the dick to this sushi chef this whole time. Yeah, I mean, I feel like yeah, like Octodad is effectively gaslighting sushi chef. It's like everyone's like, that's an octopus. <laughs> well, wait, everyone's like, that's a man. And sushi chef is like, it's an octopus. Why won't anyone believe me? Yeah. Maybe we're the dicks, and he's actually the hero. I'd say so. And yeah. this uh, this all happens this this sort of flashback because you go to man. chat to Scarlet, she's or yeah, and then she leaves because she's upset with you. And Sushi Chef steals your clothes and knocks you into a shark tank, where you have this sort of flashback. And when you return to Octodad, he's naked, and you have to swim around naked, and the compl- the controls have completely changed. Um, and yeah, you, you can, can swim shark. much better than you can walk. <laughs> that makes sense though. It does make sense. And that was great. That was a great little area. And there were some little dolphin friends and some whale friends and stuff. Yeah. You got to kind of explore the aquarium from a different perspective. That was good. Yeah, that was kind of fun, but it was it was very much on rails, um, compared to sort of the rest oh, of the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well see that I mean, I, I don't know if we have a section about what we didn't like about the game, but um Yeah. Yeah, I've I have some thoughts on that. Okay, well, well yeah, we'll oh, get just to that. that we can make a section. Yeah, Charles do is doing want. noises for each section. We'll get to that. Oh, I didn't do one when we went from noise to yeah, this. Oh, no, let's delete all of this and re-record. Okay, so and then the final <laughs> bit is actually a boss battle. I mean, you have to, what, sneak in... Or you yeah. have to sneak around as, as a naked octopus, and this is where I found the first tie. Yep. Uh, put on the... Sh- <laughs> put on the mascot costume. Oh, wow, costume. deep in. Yeah. Um, deep in. Put on the mascot, yeah, the mascot costume, costume as well. Sneak past people... Uh, and then make, like break a lot of stuff so that 
the biologists will leave and you can go to the cafe, I think. I think there were a bunch. Oh, yeah, yeah. You had to trash the place. So they went and checked in on their mate who was meant to be in there and like, oh, no, Jeff, what have you done? You've trashed the place. Uh, but yeah, no, that, that was good. It was kind of it, because it changed what kind of octopus you were from dad octopus to naked octopus. The game was able to present a bunch of different gameplay kind of areas and methods. Uh, so that was good. I enjoyed that. Just mixing it up. Yep. Kept it fresh. Uh, and then there's the sort of final level where your, the sushi chef is trying to convince your wife that she's married an octopus and she's just not getting it. Everyone's tied up. Uh, or at least she's tied up, but the <laughs> kids are I'm not really sure. Yeah. And then there's a bunch of fire. I struggled getting up into the rafters and getting across that flaming roof. That was hard. I did fall down quite a few times. Well, they were breaking and it was tense. Yeah. It got real. Uh, and then you yeah. fight you fight the sushi chef with help from your family. You rescue your daughter. And then, yeah, there's that sort of bit at the end where, you know, the wife's like, wow, this, you know, sort of explains so much knowing you're an octopus. <laughs> and the daughter's like, you guys didn't know? So uh, it makes it quite clear that the daughter knew the whole time. And then I think the little boy maybe is like, hold on a second. If you're an yep. octopus and mum's a human, how did we come into being? And then they all and look they just at the, They all just look at the camera and laugh. Um, they, they do. <laughs> it's a dark game. <laughs> this is this so, is a game with some darkness at its core. Yeah. So she's obviously been cheating on Octodad. I mean, I don't know how an octopus no, satisfies I, see, a woman. See, I kind of. I, I have I, watched I, some things on that. I yeah. Do, yeah. <laughs> Maybe they've got like an open relationship <laughs> thing. Well, no, I was thinking more sperm donation. Why did you guys both get a hentai in her Where cheating? else would you go? It's an octopus. Tentacles. Full tentacles. Yeah, no, sure. But okay. I, I assumed sperm donation. I assumed like, like a just, normal yeah. couple. Well, maybe like when the lights are out and just Where gets the like a turkey based uh, That's going down a dark path. Yeah, right? again, sperm donation. Yeah. Well, that's not as dark then. Unless yeah. you got some awkward political views that we probably won't go into. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now who's 10 minutes political? All right, well, let's go into Touché. a segment yeah. called... Brutal. Uh, things we things that were weird in a game about octopus. Charles, give us some give us some segment music. Things that were weird. About five more minutes of it. Um, so things I didn't love were I didn't love the camera. Um, I didn't love kind of, there are lots of times when you couldn't do something in a section. I understand why in terms of from a game developer perspective, it's easier when you have a fixed um, or a camera that not that isn't fixed, but that um, only can see certain areas or scenes from one specific perspective. But it just it felt like a lot of the time the things that I was finding challenging were because there was no control over the camera angle and it felt a bit clunky. Like, you know, I couldn't pick something up because it was under the table so I couldn't see it anymore, but mm. I couldn't change the angle to be able to see it. Um, and I mean, yeah, I, I recognize that it's probably because it is such a small little indie game. Like it's not something I would necessarily kind of say to the developer, oh, it's ridiculous. You should change it. But it was something that I didn't enjoy about the game. Right. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Charles? Uh, I honestly can't really the think The difficulty maybe? Uh, is that... <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't mind. That. Okay. Yeah. Well, the escalators, like I, I got full frustrated and on the that. Fridge. The fridge I was okay with. I don't mind <laughs> discovering a puzzle because yeah. then once I did, and I didn't even have to Google it. I didn't Google it. Good, no one Googled anything. So <laughs> when I discovered that, I was happy. But the escalators were just frustrating. But I mean, that's the point. That's the point of the game. The challenge comes from the awkward controls, which is very different from most games. And I think that's what most people will find frustrating about the game. But mm. I mean, that that's, is the whole point of that's it. That's the point. Yeah, that's the point of the game. Yeah. So I'm I'm very okay with that. Um, the camera thing, I don't mind. I mean, you got to judge a game by the development cost and what mm. went into it. That's my point. I wouldn't yeah. change it. It was just a thing I didn't enjoy. But I went, I can understand why using the restrictions of how small the team would have been and everything mm. like that. Yeah, they sure. made that choice. Yeah, no, I, uh, I was pretty I was satisfied with it. I would have like, okay, I would have liked some more ways of doing things uh i think a lot of the challenges were very linear which once again the game is only so big they only put so many resources into it you can only invent and create so much but uh i tried to do things a few different ways a few times and found that i kind of couldn't you kind of had to go the way that the game wanted you to go yeah i um i think it maybe should have been easier to find those early collectibles uh instead of you know, having to wait until you're naked octopus. I mean, the it. first tie was just straight up on the door. Like it was I'm, on, yeah, like on I'm the hook blame, on a door. Yeah, yeah. it's like <laughs> in the very first room. Like it might have been 
Dan based. Well, maybe. Might be. Yeah, maybe. Uh, the other thing is, I mean, and this again is like understandable because it's an indie Child. game. Uh, and as, as you guys already touched on, the sort of few resources that Young Horses would have had. But uh, I got to that final boss and I, I was ready. You know, I, I we spoke about playing this game two weeks ago. I was like, oh, okay, we got a full two weeks to play it. Smash through it in 90 minutes. And then I was expecting more and it was credits. And I was like, oh, I, yeah. Oh, yeah. I want more. And that's probably a... And I- uh, not a bad thing to want out of a game. Obviously, I enjoyed it. I just wanted more out of it. I, I th- and I think it all depends about the context. Like for me, I bought it as part of um, a recent Humble mm. Bundle that donated to the um, like kind of various political organizations in the US. And <laughs> a huge amount of games came in that bundle for thirty dollars. Whereas, and and so I was pretty happy. Like on Steam, it's like what fifteen US. Yeah, yeah, and like I, and that's the thing. It's a little bit like little bit like that game um gone home which i loved but the huge criticism of it was that it was a game that felt like it was 2.99 or 3.99 and instead people were paying like i think it was 25 when it was released or something (laughs) and it was about three hours of gameplay and i and that's a thing where i was extremely happy with octodad in the context of a humble bundle and i would have been extremely happy with it if i had paid I'm not going to say three ninety nine, but like five ninety nine. I'd be happy with ten. Ten Australian. Yeah, uh, I'd, yeah. I'd do. yeah. I, I mean, even ten. Yeah, that might be starting to be a little bit high for me for the kind of games you can get for ten. Yeah, but for paying fifteen dollars, fifteen US dollars on Steam, and then credits rolling, I would have been disappointed. So I think it's all about context. Like in the yeah. context of a humble bundle, great, fantastic, amazing. In the context of if I had paid full price for it, I probably would have been, you know giving it a not great review yeah, on steam steam has it on sale all the time though so i mean you just have to pick your time yeah it's kind of a it's kind of a fake um like saying it's 15 dollars is kind of not true it's it's like those you know um rug stores that are always 80 percent off like, you <laughs> yeah. never play full like a historical lowest price for this game has been two dollars 99 on steam uh, yeah, see, that's right. and it's been yeah. in a couple of humble bundles as you mentioned or oh, it's been in a humble bundle and that's yeah. where i picked it up as well so uh so yeah. if you look I've if you been at least it, a few because i've yeah yeah, if you can get it for three dollars, or you know, sort of less than ten, uh, or and or in a humble bundle, I think it's definitely worth it. Yeah, and that kind of definitely means we worth don't it. need to go to our segment of would you recommend is it? Is it worth it? Because yeah. yeah, is it well, worth it? Because we kind of just answered that, but you can do yeah. the music anyway. Yeah, Charles. so. Da, da, da. Man, man, man. Would okay. you recommend yeah, so it? I mean, I, I, I definitely yes. would recommend it, um, but with the caveats of like it is a simple little indie game and i would not pay more than five dollars for it all right well i've got uh sorry go ahead i i would i would also recommend it uh because i like completing games now that's uh maybe play it with a controller play it with a controller definitely play it with a controller uh and you will enjoy it and you will not get frustrated at the elevators (laughs) and cry Escalators? Elevators? Final, Escalators. final segment I want to touch on as we're getting close to that one hour mark here for our first episode. Uh, uh, the film adaptation segment. Music Charles. Ooh. Bum. Bum, 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 bum. Bum, 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 bum. Film adaptation. We gotta, we gotta get, we gotta get some real music in there. Yeah. No, uh, I, are I we think, gonna cut I think that? we just pause it and then, <laughs> we'll see how and then there's uh, one. Alright, so yeah, film adaptation... Charles, who would you cast as Octodad uh, or would you just have it as like a CGI thing? Uh, no, I would cast Sean Penn. Sean Penn? Kevin? Yep, okay. 100%. I'm, I want to explore that further, but I would cast Chia LaBeouf. <laughs> oh, much better than Sean <laughs> yeah, Penn. so much better. Wow. <laughs> what is yours? I just, I have Sean Penn on the mind. Yeah, see, mine is that I think Shia LaBeouf could really live Octodad. He would, he would become Octodad. He would do performance art as Octodad. He would. Would you have him as himself, or would you turn him CGI into an octopus? I think I would have him as himself, right? But like clearly an octopus. Like badly makeup octopus. Yeah. I think that'd yeah. be the way. And no one commenting. No, no one would yeah. say a thing. Yeah, that's the point. Right? It's Shia LaBeouf. It's probably just art. I would watch that. Yep. Yeah. I was thinking uh, for Octodad, uh, obviously the full, you'd need full prosthetics and then obviously CGI or an actual octopus for the octopus No, cut the CGI down, do it old school. Like Star Wars with the CGI aliens, they're not as good, mate. Go the puppets. How do you do the boneless scenes? Really Um, good CGI you don't notice, though. I don't. Yeah, I think there'd have to be a lot of physical, (laughs) a lot of physical real stuff. Uh, I would go for James Spader. A really subtle good... Ooh. 
think he's too old. I think Octodad is physical. You need someone under 40. <laughs> I think that he probably brings, is. like... So Sean Penn's probably out. I like Sean Penn. See, I was thinking <laughs> with, uh, with his performance as Ultron in Age of Ultron, I think, like, that just adds so I bet much. that was mostly that, a body double, though. Sweet, yeah. Says the industry professional. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big goal. He might really take offense to that. He might yeah, turn he up should. at your house and he Ultron should. all over and you. And then I'll have sex with Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> right, okay, about, okay, cool. Who would you Not want to play uh, Scarlet, the mum? Scarlet Johansson, because it's really, really neat. <laughs> <laughs> it just fits. Because yeah. he's um, really bad at names. There's, so. uh, <laughs> there's someone I'm picturing... She's Jessica like, Alba? No, it's the mum in that series. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Put a lot of thought into this segment. Uh, there's someone that's like perfect and she has red hair. I, that's, you know. Christina Hendricks? I don't know. She doesn't have a name. She's just a person. What series? No. Okay. <laughs> it's not there. All right. But she exists, Dan. I just want you to know she exists. She's out there. Okay. If I Google redhead mum, this isn't going to go well, is it? <laughs> It's going to end Don't so do that poorly. at home. I know you're playing along at home. I know you've been playing the game and you're sort of exploring <laughs> the world of Octodad Deadliest Catch with us. Do not just Google Redhead, Redhead. Uh, Housewives. No, it all went It all went pretty good. It didn't go dirty. It came clean. Uh, nope, she's none of those people. <laughs> all right. I want, she, but she's out I was, there. I was thinking today, I um, after seeing Beauty and the Beast, I think it'd be really cool to just have uh, Hermione Granger. Have you seen it? No, but just seeing the ass. Wow. I think she's oh, right, okay. she's, uh, no, she's, she's got too a young. presence to be she is too to young. be a mum. She's too young now. Uh, she can't be a mum. This girl's had this girl's this woman. This she's a woman. Kids. She's ha- how old is the kid? Like, eight, like eight, nine eight years five. old. Yeah, she's got to be at least in her late twenties. At least, <laughs> hopefully, mid thirties. She that yeah. that tone of voice she uses. A woman yeah. doesn't, doesn't get that. That's someone in that 30s. has been beaten down by life. Like I, <laughs> we don't want any of this. The women. The, the men are in their 50s and the women are in their 20s. Yeah, right. and we're meant You'd to like believe... that, Dan, wouldn't you? You'd like that. <laughs> we're meant pig. to believe that they're a married couple that met in high school. And you're like, what? <laughs> or is it they're an octopus I'm okay with it? As long yeah. as they're a young octopus. And <laughs> why Sean Penn is in hindsight not as appropriate. Do you think they should just get the octopus that can choose also the Chris FIFA Pratt. winners Chris every Pratt year? would be a great octopus. Oh, that would be great. But you talked to him now. What was that? Sorry, Dan. Uh, the octopus that picks the FIFA winners every year or, like, the the Olympics winners every year? No, fame's already gone to their head. They, <laughs> they, they cost too much to cast. You'd like, never get them. It's yeah, going to be a small movie, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Sheila LaBeouf does everything for free now. It's like, a, that's his it's thing. It's a niche film. Yeah. Would you, would you typecast the sushi eat. guy, Mr. Fujimoto, uh, would you go full? Would you just lean into that Japanese so, aesthetic? Well, no, that you can't put a Japanese actor in anything. Yeah, He'd no. have to be white with awkward makeup. Oh, you know who I'd use? Um, <laughs> who was the guy? That, Matt Damon. It's got to be Matt Damon, right? No. Classic white guy so in a movie of, that he doesn't belong. You kind of can't win with that because if you cast a Japanese person, it's racist, and if you don't, it's racist. <laughs> <laughs> what if you what if you put in a Mexican person? Could be alright if they were female. Good. We've got a female Mexican yeah. as our sushi chef. Yeah. Done. Okay. Done. Nailed it. We've solved the world's problems. It's really Fair hard enough. with that casting because I, I feel like what that might my... be a thing where looking at that character on a casting page it mm. might seem slightly racist and probably is. So. <laughs> so to cover all your bases, would you put Michelle Rodriguez as the sushi guy? <laughs> Perfect. Is it? <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah, she's butch? Aggressive? Is she the one that's in all the swap movies? Like she's, every single police swap movie? Yeah, movies, she's in yeah. every single one. Yeah. yeah. Perfect typecast. Dress yeah. her up in a chef outfit. Done. Mm. I'd watch that. Excellent. And I, I'd name the kids, but um, uh, child actors are just who knows, right? Yeah, they uh, age out. Yeah, unless they're you're not, able to get people. Vin they're Diesel tools. to play one of the kids, yeah. <laughs> That's it. Or uh, who, who were you just talking about? The chick that was in Beauty and the Beast? Emma Watson. Emma Watson. She could play the girl because she's so young and inappropriate for the other old man. Yeah. Maybe she is, yeah. yeah. Maybe the little girl from Logan. She's all right. Um, <laughs> Which you guys are doing? Spoilers! Time. Spoilers! Stop it! Okay. Yeah. yeah. Shh. I didn't even okay. want to know there was a girl. Well, I think that pretty much <laughs> wraps it up. It's called Logan. Damn it, Dan! You've ruined the movie. Uh, I think that pretty much wraps it up uh, for the first ever game club where we played Octodad and Least Catch. Did you guys have any final comments Outside. on the game? No, that's it. I kind of it kind of made me want to pretend to be an octopus and see who would notice. Does it make you want to finish the game? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Yeah. We'll find out next time if she went and finished the game. And if she didn't, we'll judge her. It'll be great. Yeah. Now, of course, the most important Catch thing is lies. 
you guys play along with us. So our next game is Charles. Oh, geez, what is our next game? What do we decide? Oh, we've got some choices. Uh, next game is... It just says, oh, 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 geez, we haven't got one there. Uh, I think it should be Black Wake. I'm super excited for Black Wake. I think we okay. keep it a little indie. Uh, yeah. There's lots of people Aussie... out there doing, like, AAA titles. I think we keep it indie. Okay, so Black Wake, it's on Steam. I believe it's from, by an Aussie indie developer. It's in early access. Uh, it's about pirate ships. Yes, it is. Looks a lot of is fun. It, is it like a full game of Assassin's Creed? No, 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 nothing like it. No, no, no. So think uh, by Ark. Oh, you okay. play Ark with us? Yeah, or I that didn't, but I you get the play. gist. It's like that, but really small, and that you're on a pirate ship and you're just fighting. It's like a, a first person shooter. It's like Counter Strike, right? But you're a p- awkward pirate on a pirate ship. Okay, cool. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. All right. Sounds amazing. Well, yeah. So we'll uh, we'll get started with Black Week, and uh, we'll play that for two weeks, and then hopefully we'll have an episode two if we haven't been uh, banned from iTunes already. <laughs> uh, you can follow us on social media. I am at NFG Dan. I'm at CS McMullen. Uh, do I have a social media presence? You do. You do. do I? <laughs> oh, Dan, tell me what my social media presence is. You can follow Charles at Charles Bryars. Uh, <laughs> thank you so for simple. listening. Thank you for downloading. <laughs> and if you enjoyed this episode, please make sure you leave us a review on iTunes. And we'll have a poll up on the nonfictiongaming.com website on what game we should play after Black Wake. And you can leave comments on sort of your... Uh, thoughts on the game and we'll maybe read them out in next fortnight's episode uh i've been your host i just saw my i just saw my twitter account dan i just saw my twitter account it's me in a sexy as roman costume i'm very satisfied with it i'm gonna make more tweets now so people can see that make so more if you, tweets <laughs> if you want to see charles tweet. i'm gonna tweet at people is it at charles Bryce? yeah it's just at charles Bryce. i own it the awesome. one Alright. My last um, tweet is 2014. Only last and only. <laughs> well, I'd like to thank my co-hosts and hopefully long-lasting co-hosts on the show, Catherine. Yay. Uh, lovely co-host Catherine and uh, semi-lovely Charles. It's it's been great. I had a lot of fun. And I'm Dan. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>